Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to Genesee Valley Church's online podcast. GVC is a non-denominational church in Flint, Michigan, and our mission is simple. To love God, love people, and love life. I know that you will be blessed by the message and the words that God has for you today. Now, here's Pastor Tony. Praise the Lord. (laughs) I don't know if you can sense it in the atmosphere. It's like like you come into church, and sometimes there's just those times you come into church, and there's just something in the atmosphere. <laughs> and some some people may be like, I don't even know what that is, but yeah, I kind of feel something. Well, that's just the glory of God. And sometimes it, it just comes in measures, and sometimes it can be just real heavy. So sometimes you can be in services where it's just, like tonight, it's just like the love of God. And, like, you can't get away from it where you almost just want to ball because <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep straight face. <laughs> but you just sense just the love of God for people. And um, it's just good. I'm going to leave it there. <laughs> Praise the Lord. <laughs> but I, I'm really excited to be with you. Um, I love uh, just the heart of praying. Because really all prayer is, is having a relationship with God, just talking to God. And um, I'm just trying to help you. Uh, sometimes you can be over here, but God's way over here. <laughs> and so we keep, we're doing life over here, but it's just something's not working. <laughs> and you know you, sometimes you feel like you just keep hitting a wall. All along, God's over here just saying, come to me. Just just come over here where I am. Come to me. And that's just, that's prayer. And um, and so we just walked through some things last week. I'll just kind of skim over some scriptures just so we're kind of all on the same page. We have some people here tonight that weren't here last week. But just so we're all on the same page. And then we're just going to continue. And um. If we don't get done, we'll just continue next week. But it's it's really good because it's going to help you just know God, know his word. And so when you go in to pray, just like he said, that uh, scriptural handbook on that's like a prayer guide, the Bible says, uh, God says, bring my word before me. And so anytime you're standing in faith or praying about something, it's really good to have scripture. It's really good because it, it, it just gives you confidence in knowing what God said about it. If he said, if I'm struggling to pay my bills and God said he'd supply all my needs, then something's missing. So if, if the Bible says that, then I take that scripture to God and I say, God, your word says. Okay, I've learned about tithing. Well, now I can say, God. Your word says that if I'm a faithful tither, that you'd open up the windows of heaven. And so that's just prayer. Okay, God, then where's the missing link? God will tell you. (laughs) And so a lot of people just, that's way out there. Like, talk to God? Well, it just starts by taking his word to him. 
God, your word says. And so I will see it in my life. And so I love to pray. I love prayer. And again, it's just that relationship with God. And so last week, uh, we just started out just kind of like the relationship. God's always talking. If you say, well, I just don't hear God talking to me. Well, he's talking. <laughs> we, sometimes we're just not in the place of listening. But when something really bad happens in our life, we listen real quick. And we are real attentive to the voice of God. <laughs> or we calm everything down and we really get in the word or we really check inside to see what God wants to do because either we really need a miracle from God to get out of the mess we're in or I just need to know that God's telling me to take this job or do whatever. And so there's different moments in our life where we listen better (laughs) to God than the other moments where we're just busy with life. But God's always talking to you, always. Just an example like today, uh, today's a really good day in our household, and that is because my brother-in-law is on dialysis three times a week. I think it was uh, almost two years ago, a year and a half ago. I'm looking, you know dates really well. (laughs) Was it a year and a half ago when, in November, when it was real bad with him? I think it it was a year and a half ago. It wasn't last year, but the year before. I know that much. In November, I got a call from my sister and it, it was bad news. She was in the hospital with her husband, and uh, it was just, it did not look good. Uh, his body was shutting down, and they didn't know why. He had had different things going on, but now he's in the hospital, and I mean, he's losing color, and he doesn't look good, and she's telling me, will you pray? Because they're not giving me a good word. And I'm like, all right. And so... <clears throat> I prayed back then. I prayed and I said, God, he's not a believer. And so until he's saved, he's not going. And I said, so that either means you're going to get me there and you're going to keep him alive or somebody's going to get to him and he's going to be saved. And so I just, you say, well, how can you tell God that? I don't know, but I did. (laughs) And that's just the relationship I have with God where I was like, God, that's just that prayer. Where I trust God more than anything. And so I had no other option. All I had was God because I'm far away. And so that that was back then. I think it was like the next day or days after that. He like, I mean, instantly started turning. She called and she was like, oh, he's got color. He's doing really well. I mean, it was like a whole different report. And like one day I'm like, I'm like, praise God. Thank you, Lord. He will live and not die. And so he got better, kept getting better, he's, but he's on dialysis three times a week, and his uh, kidneys, I think one kidney shut down all the way, the other kidney's on its way out. It's only a little bit, so he, he was in bad shape, <laughs> but he's alive, so, um, and so, but he looks good, he's doing better, but, so they finally, he had some heart stuff going on, and uh, he what, couldn't get on a list to get a kidney, and so it's just been a process of almost two years. And they got a, I got a call last night that they got a call that they had a kidney for him. And so, I mean, the whole family's just ecstatic. You know, his kids are crying on the phone with me. And I'm like, praise God. God, you're so good. And um, 
then all all today they you know he's in there getting ready for surgery and he just he's in ICU right now but he's stable doing really well with the kidney that um, they gave to him but all day long um, God's just been talking to me just all through it and so I just was thanking God this morning and praying for him and and um, but the most important thing for me is that he would be born again <laughs> and that he would go to heaven and um, he he is from Lebanon, and so he is Muslim. He's not a practicing Muslim, but he would say, I am Muslim. But he, he honors and respects our faith. Um, he's never been disrespectful uh, to anybody, I don't think. <laughs> it's just He's an up-and-up, just a great guy, and uh, been always good to me and our kids. I mean, just loves the family, but, um, but he needs to be saved. And um, so that, that side of my family has just kind of walked away from God. So today I'm praying. I'm like, Lord. The first thing I just want to pray is that you would send laborers across their path. That you'd soften their heart through all of this. That they'd see the goodness of you. That you did this. And the minute I said, Lord, I pray that you'd send laborers. He said, I am, and it's you. <laughs> I'm like, it stopped me for a minute. I said, well, I guess so, because we're, we're going there um, at the end of this month. And I'm like, well, yeah. I'm like, well, then hold on till I get there. <laughs> And so it just kind of was like, that's right. We're going. And I think that we've got some things we got to do <laughs> when we get there. But all day long, I'm just talking to God. And that's prayer, just as simplistic as that. God, I thank you so much for your goodness. And then later on in the day, I'm just thanking God how good he is and how much he loves us. Because I knew that all of this, that God honored me. And that he loved me that much. And he loved, his name's Sala. He loved Sala that much. Remember, Jesus said, go, went back for the one. <laughs> Just the one. Where a lot of people would leave the one and think, I want to stick with the 99. Jesus gets the one. And so just the heart of the Father, I've seen all day long. And just how good he is. And just that he's been telling me. I'll do, I'm doing this for Salah, and that's how much I love him. And I am showing him my love. I'm going to show him. I'm already showing him, but he will know that it's me. And so that's just the goodness of God. And so I said all that to say that that's prayer in the simplicity of just talking with God. And um, he, he's not somebody you can always see or uh, you can't see, but you can feel him. Um, you can know him by his word, but he'll talk to you where you know him more than I know my husband or more than he can say he knows me. He can be that close to you. And so it's just so awesome. But we just started last week talking about um, a lot of it was kind of like our thoughts <laughs> if we if we think back. But I went over to Jeremiah chapter 29, verse 11, where it says, God has thoughts toward us. They're thoughts of a uh, future and a hope to give us a hope and their peace. <laughs> In a world where there's no peace, God said, I think a lot about you. But my thoughts are always good for you. And it's a life, it's a future, and it's a hope. But we have to find that out. So Jesus, the Holy Spirit, is the revealer of the word of God to us. 
And so when you ask Jesus to come into your heart, then you got the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit's working to help reveal the word to you. So every time you read a scripture, you may have thought, I've never seen that before in that scripture. And I've read that scripture a lot. But now I see something different in it. That's the Holy Spirit, and that's his job. So he's doing a good job <laughs> if you keep learning more about the word of God. But we saw we're in uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 7. I'm going to read that just because that's kind of a key for tonight. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 7. It says there, But we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery, the hidden wisdom which God ordained before the ages for our glory. So there's hidden wisdom. There's mysteries that are hidden that that nobody knows. But it's for our glory. It didn't say it was for his glory. So it's for my glory, which none of the rulers of this age knew. For had they known, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. But it is written, eye has not seen, nor ear has heard, nor have entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for those who love him. So he's made and keeps ready these things. You say, what are those things? I don't know. You don't know, and I don't know. <laughs> because we just read, ear has not heard of them, eye has not seen them, but they're hidden mysteries. Well, if they're for my life, I ought to know them, right? And God will show you them if you just come to him and ask of him. And so prayer is really important because we just found out there's things that I need to know for my life that God will tell me. And so then we went over to Matthew chapter 11. Where Jesus is speaking there. Matthew chapter 11. I'll start at verse 28. Jesus is saying, come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. So take my yoke up on you and learn from me. And so when you really study that out, he's saying the yoke is like a, a Jewish term back in the Jewish uh, term or language. I'm trying to think my words. But the yoke that you're taking up on you is his doctrine and his teachings. The way that Jesus thinks. The way that Jesus would do something. And so how on earth are we ever going to know how Jesus did something? I'm so glad you asked. <laughs> well, these Bibles that you faithfully bring to church and that you read, that's how we know and find out his ways, by being in the word. And so we keep reading there. He says, take my yoke up on you, learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. So we'll find rest by being in the word. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Easy and light. So if you just take a deep breath, some of you may be real heavy, <laughs> laden, where it's like, oh, that feels good. <laughs> just uh, let it all out. <laughs> I have those days <laughs> where it's just like, let me breathe for a moment. <laughs> but 
everything about God is light and easy. And so a lot of times when people think of praying or prayer, it's real stressful because they just don't know how to do it. Or they think, well, I have to do it a certain way um, so that God hears me. There are certain um, certain ways of praying the word. There's a, a, like standing in faith for something. There's a way that you can stand in faith and you know you're in faith. And then there's a way that you think you're standing in faith, but you're nowhere near faith. Because you're totally in fear, but you're trying to make it faith. So the word of God just helps us confidently go to God. And as long as I have the word, prayer is easy. And the more that I talk to God, the easier it gets. So if you ever think um, when you were a kid and you were learning baseball or learning how to play soccer or anything, when you first found out how to do it, you probably weren't very good at it. But the more you practiced it, the more you did it, the more consistency you had, the better you got. That's how my kids are in swimming. When I watch my girls swim uh, now, they've been out in our pool like all weekend. Every day they want to go swimming. <laughs> We're like, well, today's a break day. <laughs> but they, they just want to go. They love swimming, but they've been in lessons every year, every summer. They take swim lessons, and it's showing up because now they're not scared of that water at all. They just jump in, and I was watching my oldest, and she was the uh, the scared or the scaredy pants of it all. <laughs> she had a bad experience early on when I took her, and so we switched and went somewhere different. But because of that bad experience, she was very fearful of the water, just getting her head in the water. I thought, oh, boy, we're going to have to <laughs> work with this. But to watch her now, she's like the best one out of all of them. And she goes to the bottom of that pool. I mean, she's down at the bottom. I'm like, how do you get way down there? (laughs) She's like, where's Grayson? And there she's just swimming along and not holding her nose or anything. Totally confident just to do it. And so that's how we become in prayer. We just confidently do it because we know God and we know his word. And so then that's where we kind of left off. Um, I had talked about when you take take um, his yoke upon us, which is his word or his his doctrines or the way when you look at the Bible, you look at the miracles that Jesus did. Some of them looked really wild and crazy and they didn't look like a lot of wisdom, but yet it was God's wisdom. I mean, you look who in the world takes five loaves and two fish and feeds five thousand. I have not seen anybody do that <laughs> nowadays. But even back then, it was probably like, you want us to do what? You you want us to go get more food? No, you want you want to use this? Okay, all right, here you go. <laughs> there are countless stories that just seemed really odd, but it was God's wisdom and how he wanted to eradicate a situation and totally bring a miracle in their life. And it made me think of so many times we look at something we we want God to do in our life, but we think we know how God should do it. So we think we should tell God how he should do it. <laughs> and the whole long, the whole time he's probably just sitting up there laughing at us like, I got it, I got it, just let me, I got it, I, I got it, I don't need your help. <laughs> we're like, oh no, but God, remember, <laughs> 
don't forget this. And he's like, I got it. <laughs> it's kind of like me and my kids. And I was like, oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Just zip it. <laughs> but uh, how he wants to do something in your life, maybe totally out of the norm, totally different, but that's how God wants to do it. But as we let God do it, it totally changes everything around us, family included, friends, everybody. It changes things around us and in our life. And so having the way God does things, that's what it's all about, getting into his word, just saying, God, I'm open to you. I'm open to hear from you and to get what you want done. So now we're going to go over to John chapter 7. And so we're just going to go a little bit further. We have to get God's thoughts and God's ways. So a lot of times we go into prayer with our thoughts and our ways. And we try to pray out our thoughts and our ways. When God has a higher thought and a higher way of doing something, and so it's, it's learning how to come into prayer, just how he was talking about those currents. It's learning to, to come into prayer. And uh, you can come into prayer and be down here, kind of like the victim. God, help me. Which there's times, for the, there's times you go to God, and I'm not knocking that at all, so please don't go out of here and think, that woman, <laughs> God's so heartless that no, <laughs> no, no, no. There are times that you just go to God and all you can do is cry because that's just where you are. And you get through it and then you get to another side where you can talk to God about it. And that's perfectly fine. But a lot of times we just automatically go to God always down here. When God wants us to just come up here because we're seated with him. We're seated at the right hand. So we are there. So it's a lot of a lot of times praying from that sleigh, we see things different. But when you're always praying from down here, you always you can't even see God's way. <laughs> or you, you can't even see how God wants to do something. Because all you can see is down here and your view. And so when we get God's view, we can actually pray about a situation the way God wants us to pray. And so God knows all about it. He's the best one to go to about it because he already knows why it happened, knows the ending, knows what's going to happen all through it. So why not get God's help so that he can help us through it? And so that's a lot of prayer. We pray for the church on Saturdays and it's, it's awesome when we come together because when we come, it's just like we're already there and we just go with God. God, what do you want us to pray today? Like we have certain things we pray every Saturday. We pray for all of you here. We pray the Ephesian prayers. There's certain things we pray and there's things that he wants us to pray. And so we do that. But then we just say, okay, God, how do you want to, how are you leading us? And there's all kinds of different things he leads us to. But it's so awesome to come and pray for your church. Because ultimately you're praying for you. I'm praying for me. Praying for you. 
So over in John chapter 7, verse 37, it says, on, that, on the last day, that great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried out, saying, If anyone drinks, let him come to me and drink. It didn't say Jesus just stood up and said. I don't know what your Bible says, but mine says he stood up and cried out, like yelled with a really loud voice, saying, If anyone thirsts, let him come to me and drink. You ever wondered why, like, really, how am I going to go to a person and drink? Like, just naturally, just figuratively. Like, how in the world is that? How do you do that? (laughs) So then we go to verse 38. He says, he who believes in me, as the scripture has said, out of his heart will flow rivers of living water. So the first thing we have to do is just go to him. He said, come to me. Just come to me. He even, we just read a while ago, if you are heavy laden, just heavy with life and things, come to me. He said it back then, just come to me. God just wants you to come to him. <laughs> but where's, if something happens in our life, where do we go first? Who's the where do you go first? Just you can think in your head. Well, my mom, my dad, uh, my husband, my wife. I go to a person. <laughs> but Jesus said, come to me. Come to me first. <laughs> because I'm the one that has the living water for you. I'm the one with the answers for you. Maybe you're, you're wondering about your mate. Maybe you need a job. Maybe you're wondering about this or that or your kids. or Come. He just said, come. Just come. So that's the first thing that we just have to learn to do. Stop. Okay, I'm going to go to the right, the right one. Father, I'm coming to you. I'm bringing this to you. You said bring it to you. And drink from your fountain. The waters that flow from you. There's healing waters. There's restoration. There's comfort in those waters. Whatever you need is in that living water. And there's only one that it comes from. And he said, come. And so that's so good to me. Because it doesn't matter what I'm going through. If I just learn to go to him, he'll always have my answer. Always. So I can find it out. So we go to his word. A way that you can drink from Jesus is through his word. He said that he wanted, he wants us to have his thoughts and his ways. He wants that to be our norm. His thoughts. How would Jesus do this? Like that. What would Jesus do? <laughs> you know, those bracelets and they made everything. WWJD. What would Jesus do? He wants us because we are his children. So we can do those. It's not hard. And so we take his word and we worship him for it. And so that's. That was kind of the ending of last week. And so as I thought about that, we'll just go a few more minutes 
I'm watching the clock closely. <laughs> we just have a few more minutes. And then um, make sure you come back next Wednesday night because we are going to practice this. We're going to get into it more. Um, drinking from God's river. I know that sounds kind of weird. I'm trying to think of another way to say it. But <laughs> but just learning that and practicing it as a group together. And a lot, that is just worshiping God. That's all it is. We're taking it in. We're worshiping God. When we come and sing, a lot of times they're helping us to, to draw out of that river. But what we're going to go into now is there is a river a well that is on every one of us. It's in each of us. Just right there. In your heart, in your spirit. There's a well, and the Bible says, of living water. It says waters. (laughs) There's waters, there's living water in you, and it is God. And so we're just going to learn. This is a side of prayer. That it will help you through anything. And it's all about going to the right person or the right one. Him. And all it is is, God, I worship you. God, I thank you that you are always faithful. God may give you a song and you just start singing a song about how good God is and how faithful God is to you. And it just brings it up out of you. There's something that kind of ignites on the inside of you. Have you ever gone to a church service or maybe a special meeting? Maybe there's a speaker there, and you're like, oh, I want to go to that. Um, well, some of us went to Propel Conference. And so when you got into those uh, meetings, when you left, even during the, the message or during the music there, there was something that went off on the inside of you, right? It just, like, charged you up like electricity. And when you left, you were so excited and so just like pumped up and you could do anything you felt like. I'm going to go be a preacher. I'm going to go. I'm going to go heal the sick. I'm going to go just whatever because faith came in your spirit. Something ignited on the inside of you. Well, all of us have wells on the inside of us. We say it like this, like that. Our spirit's on the inside of us that we can pour into and take from. And at any moment in life, whatever you're putting in and feeding on is going in. And it, it's really good if it's the word. <laughs> but a lot of times we have spirits or hearts are wells that are clogged up. And we'll look more next week at that. But sometimes our hearts can get fuzzy and just clogged up. Have you ever, this may be you, or have you ever known somebody that's just frustrated all the time or it just seems like they're always mad? You always just want to chill out, breathe. <laughs> Maybe they're just frustrated. And they don't even know what to tell you because they're just frustrated. Well, that's just a, a heart or a well that's just gotten full of frustration, anger, just life. And so that's just what comes out then. <laughs> Whatever we're putting into our hearts is what's coming out. 
And so the more that we put the word, we're thinking on the word, the more that we're worshiping God, that's what's going to come out. And that there's a scripture over in Proverbs that says, uh, as a man thinketh, so he is. So the Bible's real clear that whatever we think on is going to come out our mouth and we're going to tell off on ourselves. <laughs> really how holy we are and how holy we are not. <laughs> and everybody is there. But it's just real simple. We can make a little change. And remember, we're just lining ourselves up to God. That's all we're doing. So we may be over here a little bit, but we're just we're lining ourselves up with God so that now I can hear him. And it's not fuzzy. It's not clogged up. And so we're unclogging our wells. <laughs> There's uh, scriptures in the Bible, and we'll just end there and so we'll talk more about that next week. We're going to talk about unclogging our wells or our spirit so that, and I'm going to, we're going to practice it next week. So don't not show up because I said we're going to practice it because <laughs> you're going to be on your own <laughs> practicing it. We're, we're going to be the ones up here in front <laughs> and I don't sing. <laughs> I even asked you, I'm like, hey, will you sing for me? <laughs> I said, you can have Jordan and Jacqueline come help you, <laughs> but don't ask me. <laughs> I sing good on my own <laughs> without people around. <laughs> but we're gonna, we're just gonna give ourselves to that. And you're gonna, you've ever come to a worship here at church, and just the worship alone, you're like, oh, I just feel so good right now. I just feel closer to God. I feel really good because you gave of your worship to him. You took from what was in you, from that well, that river, and you gave voice to it, to him. God, I worship you, just like tonight. <laughs> your love is so great. God, I worship you for your love and how much you love me. <laughs> how good you've been to my family. I worship you for that because you're always, always faithful. No matter what, he's faithful. And so a lot of times we can be clogged up just by life. Sometimes life isn't good to us. And so it just clogs our spirits up. And we just don't hear God like we want to. Not as clearly as I want to hear from God. Because he's talking and he's telling us things all the time. <clears throat> Excuse me. And so we're gonna um, we're gonna learn about that next week. And we're gonna learn how to draw from what's in us because there's something that is in all of us. God didn't just grant it to Pastor. <laughs> all of us have that river. On the inside. And we're going to go through scriptures that, that tells us that and tells us what to do with it. And so then what we're going to do, we're going to do it. <clears throat> and you're going to see how to do it. We're going to do it corporately next week. And you're going to sense just the glory of God. 
just how we'll go over the book of Acts and we'll see how the glory show manifest. It filled a building, a house. It says that it filled the house, the glory of God. It just doesn't fill people, but it can fill a room. Praise God. He's all powerful. <laughs> that is so awesome. And then you're going to know how to do it individually and just do it at your own home. Do it in your car, just on the spot. And you're going to see your life radically, radically change. Your thoughts, your ways, how you think about things, it's going to start changing. Because we're starting to think like he does and do things the way he does them. So it's awesome. (laughs) And that is just a part of prayer. But it's so rich and so good. And it will save your life. It will save the atmosphere in your home. It will save your children. Everything in your life. Praise God. Amen. (laughs) Praise the Lord. So we'll just pray. Father, we just thank you so much for your word. Lord, I thank you that you're opening the eyes of our understanding to see and to know the hope to which we have been called. Our callings, Lord, our purposes on this earth, for it is a mandate in this day and in this hour. So I thank you, Lord, that we are learning from you, that we're learning your ways and we're hearing your voice clearly and loud in these days. And we know which way to go and which way to stop going. That we are giving ourselves more to your word and to prayer. Father, help us to learn more of you. In Jesus' name, amen. subscribe to this podcast and take a look at all of our social media sites which can be found at our website gvchurch.tv we know that today's message has been a blessing to you thanks for listening we are genesee valley church loving god loving people and loving life